For the gods of this world have blinded the eyes of many, that they might not see the light of the gospel of Christ. But verily, verily, I say unto you, the light is come amongst men. This is the light. Hi, I'm Favor, and this is the God Pod, where we share real-life story of people's personal work in faith, their questions, doubts, highs and lows, and the goodness of God is unraveled one story at a time. I became addicted to pornography. Addict. Okay, so you know now that I'm a cultist. Uh, sometimes I turn up for me to drunk. Of all, I was not a Christian, obviously. Um, I actually grew up in a Muslim family. I was raised a Muslim. I came from a Muslim home. Finding motivation to keep going. Get answers to questions you never even thought to ask. Realize your capacity and ability in Christ to do more, be more, as everyone in this space is just like you. Loved by God, redeemable, and saved by grace. Do well to subscribe to this podcast and please do not miss an episode. God bless you. Hello dear and have you been waiting for me? It's so nice of you. I just knew you'd be there. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that horrible opening. I was trying to copy Catherine Kuma. Hi guys! How have you guys been? It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been two minutes. It's actually been longer than two minutes. How has everybody been doing? I hope you guys have been fine, staying safe, strong and in the arms of the Lord it's been a while guys i do i i've honestly forgotten how to intro wow it's been a very long time welcome back to another epic episode of the um god pod and if you're new here you're not in the wrong place you're in the right place today we are taking salvation stories slash growth tips and we have someone in the house i like to refer to her as the jesus influencer because the way she influences people to follow jesus eh? <laughs> it will shock you she's a christian creative and an extroverted believer who shares her journey of being a follower of jesus christ and um you know an extrovert to everyone who cares to listen join me as we welcome Hi everyone, my name is Bemisola Yekunle and I am so, I feel so honored to be here to tell my story, my salvation story. Thank you so much, Favor. I do not take this opportunity for granted. It's such a great honor to get to tell my story. It's it's a journey that I've been on for a while now and I am still on. I am not there yet. So um I believe this story would bless you and push you to um do more for God, do more for Christ, you know, grow in faith and yeah. 
I believe that as believers, when we share our stories to people, people can see themselves in us and because of that decide that, okay, I'm not alone in this. I'm not weird, you know. But in as much as it is important that we share our stories, it's also important that we hammer on the fact that um, being a believer is believing in the gospel, that Christ died, he was buried and he rose again. So that's the that's primarily all we have to do to believe to be to, to be a believer basically believe to be a believer you get so um so i'm honored to share my story because i believe there are several people um that have listened to that their story inspired me to do more for christ so it's i believe i want us to listen to this story and not just listen because we have to listen but listen to um take few lessons from it that will draw us closer to God and also, you know, build our faith. So, um, for me, I've always been a good child. I'm not, you know, like when I hear, most of the time when you hear salvation stories, you're always, you're always hearing, um, I was a bad guy, you know, I used to smoke, I used to, you know, um, indulge in um, sexual immorality, this, that, that. For me, I was a good child growing up. Like, when I mean good, I'm talking from the cultural point of view. I was, you know, I was the get-inside kind of child. I didn't really go, I, I don't really go out and... As at that time in my life as well, I was a church girl in my church. I was very, very, very dedicated. <laughs> I was a chorus star. And funny how my choir at that time, only few teenagers could join the choir, but I pushed, I found my way through it and I joined. You know, I was very, very dedicated. And I, I remember that time I would go for practice every Saturday. You know, when there's video, I would go to church early so I could lead praise and worship. It was, it was fun. It was something I enjoyed doing because I, I am an extrovert. So there was no other place to socialize than school and church. So church was a place whereby it was my happy place where I get to meet new people, where I get to dance, where I get to sing. Sometimes I get to act. I do spoken words. So it it was a place for me it was a fun place you understand it wasn't really a place that i get to learn because i mean and then at school as well i was chapel first for like about two years i was part of the choir as well i remember every month then in my school we'd usually do this um Every month then in my school, we usually do this um, fellowship where everyone in the school would come together. I, I remember that time I would lead songs. I would do, I would, I would lead drama. I was just very, I would, I don't want to say on fire for God, but I just loved the things of God because I, at that moment, it felt like that was, that was the only thing that I could do to bring out the, um, the things I love to do, that's dancing, singing, acting, and all of that. So I didn't see church as a place to grow. I didn't see fellowship as, you know, as what would help me, help my faith, help me build my faith. So, but the thing about being a believer, the thing about being a believer is beyond believing, there is more. There is more as regards to you growing. There is more as regards to you fellowshipping with believers. There is more as regards to going around to preach the gospel. And... I was a good girl. I, I, even the boyfriend I had at that time, he was just hi, hello, <laughs> nothing special. Didn't even hug. <laughs> 
so i was a typical i was a good girl but good girl i dealt with low self-esteem i dealt with um, validation from people you know i i desperately wanted to be liked by people like i wanted attention i wanted people to notice me and when they don't it, it affects me and i i wanted people i love to love me back and if you don't there's there's a problem with me you know so and it was just so much to deal with emotionally so it felt like people didn't like me it felt like you know i had to do something for me to gain acceptance and validation from people you know i had anger issues there's nothing i cannot i can talk to any anybody i can make you feel bad i can once i'm angry at you i want to make you feel worse i don't know i was just i was just terrible my mind wasn't my my mind wasn't built on the word of god i i don't i don't i didn't study my bible at that point i wasn't praying so it was just like you go to church then after church come back to the house then till the following till the next day or i don't know till let's let's just say till the following saturday because i and let me just say the following Sunday because Saturday is just for crowd practice or videos once in a while. So I, 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 reading my Bible was not, was strange to me. Jiget. So it wasn't something I, I, I would just do. But, um, when I got to school, that's university, when I got admission into school and all of that, it was, it now became worse for me because I'm, I'm now with people who, let's say people who are more exposed than me, people who, um people who are more people you definitely see people that are smarter people that are looking more i don't know so it affected my 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 esteem so much you know i started to see myself as trash i could not stand i was as at that time i am an extrovert so i'm the kind of person where i can stand anywhere to talk my parents even usually say that oh bimsola can be anywhere and she can talk to thousands of people that's how confident i am but when i got to school then my my self-esteem was was damaged i remember when i when i when i resumed school i, I was threatened by people by their you know by what they could do and how they looked I felt like trash. I started to see flaws in everything. I blamed my parents. You know, I was just feeling like I wasn't good enough. And it dealt with me so badly. Like, it dealt with me that I, 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 I can't... When someone say I'm, I, I'm suffering or when someone say I'm, I, I'm, I'm depressed, I can relate with the person because it's something I've dealt with before. You know, just seeing people do so well and people look so good and now go to my room to cry or when somebody says something that is not nice to me, I would go to my room to cry. It, it, I dealt so much low self-esteem. Like, it was so bad that when I'm amongst people, I can start... I will start to sweat because I feel like I, I, people don't love me enough. I dealt with... I fought with everybody around me. It was just a tough lifestyle, honestly. Like, I mean, looking at my life now, if I if I had not, if if I didn't take that decision to 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 grow as a believer, you know, I would have been uh, right now. My life would have been a mess. I would have probably been a um, wannabe. I would have I would have done anything and everything to be popular in quotes. I would have done everything and everything to I'll I'll probably be sleeping with men right now. So, but what Christ? What did did, did I decided? It was did I decided to take spirituality serious? Of course, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a um a decision that you know it just happened like that it was gradual for me like it was something that 
I in in six months, in in seven months, in eight months, I was seeing changes with me. Giga, I was seeing changes in my life. Because one thing I know is that we have spent so much time. Um, we, we have we've we've spent a long time obeying obeying the or our flesh and the desires of our hearts. So it will take time for us to eat the word of God, grow, spend time in prayer, spend time in fellowship, and then we'll see changes gradually. So for me, it was I now I remember then I I spoke to someone. And I told her that, see, this is what I'm going through. I'm dealing with depression. I hate myself. I don't like myself. I see myself as trash. Nothing looks good for me. My grades, I, I just, everything, even the good things that I do for myself, I start to see it as, as not, not good enough. So I start to base my validation on guys that would come to reach out to me that they like me. So when I don't see guys around, I feel like I am ugly. I feel like, you know, I'm trash. And I remember that day, the person told me that um, I shouldn't define myself based on everything around me. I shouldn't define myself based on how people makes me feel. I shouldn't define myself based on how I look. That the word of God should be what defines me. Now, I'm trying not to rush this, my story because of time. But um, I just want you to know, I want you guys to know that when it comes to being a believer... It's a decision you have to make. It's a decision you have to make for yourself that now I believe in the gospel. There is more. Meaning that I want to grow to I want to grow to know God more. I want to grow. I want to have that intimacy with God. I want to I want when, I want it that when people see me, they can clearly see that I am for God. Like I want to spend time praying. I want to spend time studying the word of God. I want to spend time fellowshipping. So for me, I decided that day that the person spoke to me. And the person made me realize that I need to build my relationship with God. I need to stop defining myself based on circumstances and what people say. I need to start defining myself based on the word of God. And she made me realize how much I need to spend time with God and everything. It was just a very short talk. And that was in 2015 or 2016. So I remember that that time I I went to join a service in his prayer force unit then in my school. And so when I joined, I started to attend meetings as often as I could. And I remember that, you know, I met several people. So one thing I want to say, so I'm going to be listing few points. So the first one is a decision you have to make. So we all know that at the end of the day, being a believer is a decision. You have to believe. You have to decide to believe, right? Decide to believe that um, I believe that Christ died for me. I believe that he rose. And then you have to believe in the gospel to be a believer, one. And believing also, you have to make a decision that is not going to stop in just believing. It's not going to stop in just me going to church and coming back to my house. It's not going to stop in me just saying, oh, I'm a Christian in my bio or something. It has to graduate to the point of me spending time with Father in my own private, in my, in my own um, um, space, you know, on my own. Me spending time, me deciding or me making a decision to spend time studying the word of God. Me making a decision to spend time praying in tongues and all of that so and for you to get there you need a community you need a church for me it was easier because i was in school and i could meet um believers who i could speak with you know me just seeing random people young people like me praying in tongues spurred me and i remember that i decided to join i joined um 
I joined um I, I, I joined a service unit and I would go for meetings. If I remember then I joined prayer force and I, I wasn't used to praying for so long. And then I would go there and then they'll be praying for 30 minutes straight. And in my head, I'm like, can we please just round up? But those those days helped me to build a prayer life. It helped me stay consistent, helped me persevere in the place of prayer. And that is what um, being committed to a community, that's what it does for you. You know, you are you are able to learn from people. You are able to, you know, something, you know, when they say that when you are in a two Two people can do better than one person, meaning that when you are with people, you can steer each other up. So when someone is down, the other person can steer you up too, you know. So that's what, what, what community does for you. So find a community around you. Find somewhere you can be, somewhere you can, somewhere you can be dedicated to, somewhere you can, you can, you know, function and the people can help you grow. So in, in those times where you are down, when you feel like you can't do it anymore, these people will help you, right? You can, I mean, for me now, I have friends that when I don't feel like praying, I can reach out to them and say, you I don't feel like praying. Can I pray with you for like maybe 10 minutes every day or 20 minutes every day, depending on how long we intend to pray together. And then this once, once I, once I do that following week, I'm strong enough to start praying by myself. So what am I saying is that my community helped me a whole lot and see being, being dedicated, being, um, making a decision making an intentional decision to grow than you just being a church goer it has to be something you decide from within that okay i want to do this i want to grow i want to get to know god more i want to be intimate with god it's unfair if you say you're a believer and you spend time with god only when you go to church or which i did and then i suffered from a whole lot so one of the only way you can come out from dealing with so many things is when you continually build that relationship with god right is when you continually build um when you continually build um that relationship with god and romans 12 romans 12 verse 2 has to be one of my favorite scripture um um verses in the world Romans 12, verse 2. Romans 12, verse 2. And I read from NLT version. It says, Do not copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and and pleasing and perfect. So basically what this Bible verse is saying is that you cannot live the life God desires for you to live if you do not spend time, if you don't spend time with God. Like you find yourself dealing with bad habits. You find yourself dealing with so much if you don't decide to spend time with God. So my entire, my, my, my faith story is, I tried to be good on my own. I tried to be a good person by myself and it didn't happen. I was just going to church. I was, I was an attendee, you know. I was active. And the thing is that a lot of us can think that, oh, we are active for God, but we are not actually doing what God would love us to do. Like, we are not living the life God intended for us to live, even though we are up and doing for God. So don't don't get too busy for God that. You know, we don't. I don't want us to have that mentality. Of because I'm going to church, I can sing, I can do that, and you are not actually spending time with God. You are not getting busy in the way God wants you to get busy. Do you get? So, it's a kind. It's 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 a lifestyle that it's 
it's a lifestyle that pays for eternity. It's a lifestyle that you you feel peace. Like right now, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I can ever, I can never deal with low self esteem again. It's it's a life that it's effortless for me. As in, I'm not dealing with even if I'm dealing with situations in my life it has to be maybe oh how can i be better or something of course there will still be some sort of you know feeling incapable and all of that but that is why you you need the word of god to continually remind you of who you are in christ so um i hope i've been able to help you realize how much and how important it is as a believer to grow uh okay guys we've just listened to Mimi sola share her salvation story and at the same time she gave us some tips some growth tips thank you so much Bimi Sola I feel like she has said so much that me saying any other thing would just be me doing too much but you guys know I don't really mind doing too much Abby yeah so I'm just going to be hammering on some things that she said okay first of all is the fact that she said following Jesus Christ is a decision she calls it a decision I like to call it um intentionality you can you can use any word that you like you have to decide in your heart that you want to follow jesus i want to be for jesus because the flesh the flesh will not want you to it has to true the flesh will not want you to so you have to be intentional then sorry you have to make a decision and after making a decision you have to be very intentional about your growth it's very easy to say oh i've given my life to christ Lord Jesus, save me. Thank you for saving me. And then you move on. It's very easy to do that. But for you to get to a point where you enjoy intimacy with the Father, where you talk to Him, when you relate with Him as Father and child, it takes intentionality. It takes you spending time, intentionally spending time with God. And I also want you guys to know that... um, so um growing spiritually it is not convenient it is not something that is convenient it is labor that's why i say the word intentionality because your flesh you have a flesh and that flesh will always gravitate towards what is convenient or comfortable we have a flesh that just wants the easy way out of things which is why you cannot leave your spiritual growth to when i feel like it because your flesh will always you know want to go to a comfortable zone so you have to be intentional about your growth then another thing um she talked about is um is a process guys spiritual growth is a process i've encountered people and even myself there are times there are things that will happen in my life and i'll look at myself i'm like people you're supposed to have you know gotten past this level why is this happening is it that this just thing is not working up encounter people who are beginning to think that oh because i've given god so, so time and i'm still struggling with this it means that this just thing is not working now let me refer you to one of my favorite parts of the bible and that is the book of um give me a minute please let me give me a minute that is hebrews okay sorry philippians chapter 2 verse 13 it says for god is working in you giving you the desire to obey him and the power to do what he pleases so first he puts the desire in you now you see that at that point in your life 
where you see yourself wondering why it seems as if this jesus thing is not working guess what that is jesus thing working when you feel like i shouldn't be struggling with this sin i've been with christ i shouldn't be struggling with this guess what that is jesus christ working the bible says he puts the desire in you first after he puts desire in you then subsequently he gives you the power to do his will so he puts desire in you first you want to do it you want to be better for jesus you want to be better for him and then subsequently he gives you the power to do it okay then uh, another thing she talked about is get a community you see this community thing for people who are like me who are, you know community i'm really not so big on community i like doing it on my own but um this jesus thing is not something you can do on your own because you need people to stir you over the weekend i had a conversation with a friend and honestly i felt so grateful to god that i had someone like her in my corner i feel like if i had been going through this a lot alone if i had been doing this jesus thing alone i don't have friends who are born again who i can go to with issues like this then i might have beaten myself up over and over again that night but after talking to her she reminded me of how all of these things were processes and it actually lifted me so in times when i felt low she stirred me up in times when i don't feel like going to church she drags me that is why you need a community you need friends who share the same value as you okay i feel like i've spoken a lot so yeah we're just gonna end this episode here i hope you guys um you know implement everything you've had please because we cannot grow if we just keep here we cannot just be here as i pray the lord gives us the strength and the energy to actually do his will in jesus name amen thank you so much Bemi sola for coming on um the podcast thank you so much if you like to reach out to Bemi sola she's on instagram at uh the jesus influencer yeah she shares her journey as an extroverted believer oh sorry i said jesus influencer i meant the extrovert um the extroverted believer yeah she goes by the extroverted believer on instagram she shares her journey of being extroverted and following jesus so you should follow her and if you would like to share your salvation story tongue talk or any other god experience you've had you know where to find us the god pod on ig that is d underscore god underscore pod and if you would like to send a quick mail i am at dk favor 95 at jesus i see i wanted to say at jesus christ.com sorry at gmail.com so we're going to be wrapping up this episode here and i just wanted to say this before i leave you with the peace of the lord please may we not get so busy doing god's work that we forget to spend time with him because the change our lives you know um require is born out of that intimate period we share with god be busy with the work of the lord but don't forget to spend time with him he wants to hear from you thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast we'll see you when next we come on god bless you guys bye